You are listening to Bear in Mind, the University of Northern Colorado's official podcast. Join us each episode as we listen to the voices from UNC faculty, staff, students, and alumni as they offer insights of local or national importance. This is your host, Dan N. Cox, bringing you just a taste of UNC. What kind of environment at work are you used to having? For example, the greatest generation, that's the people who grew up during World War II, maybe were in that war. They are very practical and reliable, really more accustomed to hierarchical leadership in the workplace because that's what work environment was like back then. And really interested in doing a good job and being part of a team. So personal fulfillment wasn't as big of a deal for that group as it is for some today. The baby boomers, 1946 to 64, this was a social change era, and so we had a lot of competition for work in those years because there were so many more people of working age going into the workforce. There was some embrace of technology, like we have today, but we really didn't have computers, we didn't have smartphones, we still had to get up out of our chairs and go change the television channel. I mean, there were a lot of technological things that came along later, especially for the early baby boomers, those born between about 1946 and 1955. So another thing about the baby boomers is people were responsible for their own work. They weren't really expected to collaborate with each other, to work in teams, to come up with team solutions. You were really kind of expected to work on your own. Um, People having personal space was important, and there was such a thing as a weekend. People generally, again, white-collar workers particularly, tended to work 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, and then on the weekend, you didn't think about work. And, of course, we know that sometimes that's different today. And I think, too, that I can say that in my years of public life, that I welcome this kind of examination because people have got to know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. Generation X, 1965 to 79, there was an energy shortage, Watergate era, all kinds of things going on in the world, and the world was becoming much more globalized. Um, This is a generation that's been characterized as being very skeptical and very interested in a work-life balance, and this is the generation where they say we begin to see people not staying in the workplace the same workplace for 30 or 40 years, like we did with the greatest generation and the baby boomers. Well, all right, I'm J.J. Jackson, and I'll be sitting in with the latest video music performances the way they were meant to be. That's in stereo on MTV Music Television. You'll never look at music the same way again. And then the millennials. The millennials get a really bad rap. Um, These are people born after 1980, and they are pretty sophisticated technologically. They have close ties to their parents. And probably the most telling thing that we tend to hear about and that both 
both generations complain about is that millennials tend to be more work focused than nine to five focused. You finish your job for the day and you can go and do something else. Whereas back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, if you had working hours from nine to five, you were there from nine to five. You didn't leave just because your work was done for the day. So those are some of the things that we're hearing about the different generations. And I'm here to say that these can be very stereotypically assumed. I would recommend exercising caution when applying these stereotypes to any older worker in the workplace or any younger worker for that matter. One of the things that is often asked is, well, why don't older people just retire? There's Social Security, there's Medicare, there's all these things. Well, most older people, that is people 65 and older who are working, are doing it because they have financial need. They cannot afford to retire. Social Security was never intended to totally support you in retirement. And there's a lot of speculation as to why people growing older today don't have savings accounts. But whatever the reason, and there are many, and it's a complex issue having to do partly with relying too much on the idea that Social Security was going to cover everything, but also just the expense of life. And we've had some recessions. We had one in 97. We just had one in 2009. People lost a lot of money, especially in an economy where so much depends on being able to make investments rather than just socking money away under your pillow. There is a lot of value to older people in the workplace as well, and we've got research to show it. Um, what employers told us they found about older workers were that they gave superior customer service if they worked in an industry that provided service to people, very low absenteeism, there's where that work ethic comes in, commitment to an organization, which can be problematic if the organization is one that doesn't really expect people to stay for 40 years like they used to, but there is a commitment there. Also, an experience in handling problems without freaking out. And that's a direct quote from an employer that Problems come up in any kind of working situation, but many older workers, especially those who have experienced that industry or these same kind of problems before, often either know how to strategize to solve the problem or they know that this too shall pass and they don't get bogged down in it. They do want to keep up with training and technology if someone has the will and the time and will take the effort to train them. They work best in a socially supportive environment, meaning that um, a sense of collegiality, a sense of feeling that what you do has meaning and that it has meaning for the people you work with. And one of the things that many employers are afraid of is that all older people have a lot of memory loss, all older people are going to develop dementia and aren't going to be able to keep up with the job. And yet we have research that shows there's really few age differences in cognitive ability. Um, sometimes what happens is realistically there are some physical changes that come with age and sometimes this has to do with motor skills and speed of processing. 
And so some things may take a little bit longer. So someone who's maybe working in a factory and has to rely on speed, that may not be a good job for them anymore. Uh, we still have rules about how old a person can be and still fly a plane, for example. And those are reasonable uh, rules to have in place. But for the most part, older people can still work even with some physical disability, just like anyone with a disability can do so, with some adaptation. I'm Susan Collins, Associate Professor in the Gerontology Master's Program at the University of Northern Colorado. We have a master's program that is a social gerontology program. Our master's graduates tend to go on and do a lot of different things working with older people. They often go into assisted living centers and leadership positions. Some of them work at the Area Agency on Aging um, in things like the nutrition program, case management, uh, we have some that are very interested in policy. We have interns right now who are down at the state capitol working on the strategic plan for aging in Colorado. And so we have students who do a lot of different things. We care about aging, we care about older adults. We're really advocates for respecting age, our own as, everybody, as well as everybody else's. If, if you're interested in gerontological education at UNC, you can go to our gerontology webpage at UNC, or you can give me a call and I'd be happy to visit with you. So thank you for listening and goodbye. <laughs>